it's wonderful how how the American people display their sportsmanship. Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I am sitting here recording after the Indiana Hoosiers just lost to the Michigan State Spartans, 80-65. to And yeah, the boys looked dogged in that one. The Hoosiers were entering a heavy, heavy environment in East Lansing last night, and you could see one team with the stage set up for a very emotional and very, I mean, in, yeah, sports are so pointless when the subject is life and death, but it was set up for an emotional night for the Spartans. And on the other hand, you saw the Hoosiers, who just looked fatigued, and understandably so. These Hoosiers have fought game after game, and they've uh, they've clawed back and won these games that in other seasons they wouldn't. They wouldn't have clawed back, and if they did, they would have let, let like disappointed us right at the end. That That's like honestly what the last four good wins have been by them. Just tough, grinded out battles. They're, they're wounded for it. They're wounded for it. Losses come in the Big Ten. I'm going to say that first to jump off this episode of the Often Daunted Podcast. Again, thank you for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. If this is your first time listening, I do record these after every after uh, every game. Just giving some thoughts on it uh, post-game. Hope you've ex- uh, exhausted all other Indiana content. I never claim to know ball on this show. Um, just here to uh, talk about what I see, which I, I quit competitive basketball in the 8th grade. We aren't here to talk X's and O's as much as we are uh, effort and, uh, you know, the eye test kind of stuff. But, yeah, the boys look dogged across the board. <laughs> and that might be the I, – I honestly thought when this game was coming up, I was like, man, just with all the weight behind it, that environment is going to be that of, like, a rivalry game. It's going to be ludicrous in there. And and it was. That crowd was, that crowd was bringing it. The Hoosiers came out the gate with a game plan. And they stuck to it, and the offense was homing because of it. Uh, got out to the quick lead, largely because of that, and just Michigan State just not finding it right out of the gate. Um, looking like the moment was a little uh, heavy for him, which understandably so. I'm going to be saying that. I mean, understandably so. Everyone's tired, and uh, Michigan State had a lot behind them in this game. Understandably so. And while Hoosier fans are so quick to jump to the big red button, to uh, the sky is falling. It isn't. We're, we're just fine. Uh, I just wanted to get a feel for where everyone was before the game. So I just sent out a Twitter poll to see, like, uh, kind of where everybody thought we were going to end up along these last four. I, I, I felt my hopelessly hopeless optimism was just fueling my 4-0 mind. But, of course, I figured we had to lose one somewhere. It's the Big Ten. And uh, I had all I had 4-0 listed, 3-1, and 2-2, two and 1-4. Two, and four. Or worse. Those were the four options. We had uh, four no at sixteen percent, three and one at forty nine percent, two and two at thirty three percent, and one and four at two percent. I have to say that three and one, forty nine percent. I'm on it. I, I like that one still. I like that one still because I think we can beat Purdue. I think there was a lot building up to this game with Michigan State in their own storyline and our storyline of us just playing these close, close games, winning them. Thankfully on our way to securing a spot in the big dance, but nonetheless just these close games that are so brutal on these guys, just um, just uh, physically and mentally. It was that fatigue that uh, played into the rebound differential. I mean, you saw just Michigan State just owning the Hoosiers on the board. It was an entire effort thing. 
They were bringing it all, the Hoosiers. Unfortunately, they've ran out of it. I end up, they've been playing their asses off, so I kind of get it. I can't even be mad about it. Like, how, how, how could you possibly be mad at a Trace Jackson Davis after this game in which, even though he's just like, you see he's just physically just spent, he's still able... He's still able to get 19.7 rebounds, 5 assists. And you see how spent he was in the rebounds. Only 7. I am saying, yes, I am saying only 7 rebounds. Because Trace Jackson Davis doesn't get only 7 rebounds. That guy goes out there and hunts boards. Unfortunately, man, just just a, just a tiring effort that was tiring to watch. Can't hold it against Trace, especially. This guy has shouldered the... Th- this guy has shouldered... This effort that has Indiana in contention, Indiana on the tongues of the nation. We are actually being discussed, and it's all thanks to him. It's all that he is carrying everybody. He is carrying an entire program on his shoulders. And and the Hoosiers did look good in that when they got out to that lead, when they had the game plan, when they were on the same page. Unfortunately, as time went, the efforts of people like Jackson Kohler gave Trace and the rest of the Hoosiers just fits. And then eventually when they got going, everything was falling for them. Every shot was falling for them. Tyson Walker lit it up from behind the three-point line. He ended his night with 23 points, going to eight from four for, eight for 14 from the field. Uh, I mean, he was part of their team efforts that led to a 47%, eh, 48% shooting night from behind the arc. That's from behind the arc. Now, you would, you would like to attribute that just to great shooting, to sheer luck and just the environment and everything going into that game for them. That's not entire. That's not the entire story of how those buckets came so easily. The Hoosier defense was just extremely lax. Again, largely because of the fatigue. Yeah, in the rebounding battle, we lost thirty-three to twenty-four with them being able to get ten offensive rebounds against the Hoosiers. That's not a stat we're usually losing. It's certainly not the likes of. I mean, not to the likes of this Michigan front court. I mean, no offense. The Hoosier defense was slow to get out on those shooters, and they took full advantage of it. I don't know if it was the defense that was being run, but I don't. I don't know any of that stuff, so I'm not even gonna pretend to talk about it. Scratch that. It, you you could just see that it it was just slow. It was slow rotation. Whatever it was, getting out on the shooters was a problem for the Hoosiers in this game. This whole Hoosier program's identity is the defense. Our offense is is humming when the defense is making plays that fuels that builds the offensive offensive confidence somehow. It is a snake eating its own tail in that way. One fuels the other, and without that defense, like we, without that defense, this team just uh, our our team the team identity for better or worse has set itself up as get the ball to trace, and play your ass off on defense. It's the proven formula for victory, as it's the uh, formula this Indiana team has chosen to take most of the time. We're riding it to the end. I I'm confident in it, but nonetheless, we need that defensive identity. It's the key that it's the it's the reason Indiana got itself back into this season, that and just Trace being Trace. But without it, you saw the result. You saw the result in this one, a 15 point loss, it, and just the lax defense. You saw it fall into the offense. Just the offense looked lost at times. Fell into just a lot of simple screen stuff and ISO ball and Jalen taking the shot, just hoping to play hero. Which I mean, he had he, nothing else was happening. A lot of the time, it looked like he had to do it. Speaking of Jalen, I mean, this game this game is him still trending his shooting in the right direction, and we absolutely need that. Despite the outcome of this one, Jalen's shooting trended up. Jalen ended his night uh, with 16 points going perfect at the line. 
shooting uh, six for 13 from the field. After uh, picking up his second half or his second foul in that first half, he he was sat by Coach Woodson, and that's what led to that uh, 22 to seven run by Michigan State. That was that starting point. Yeah, without without Xavier, we need him on the floor. We need him on the floor. He he's carried he's carried quite the load of ball handling responsibility. I mean, for better like whatever with his shooting, when he's hot, he's hot. When he's cold, he is ice cold. But he has. He has shouldered the ball handling responsibilities over this run Indiana's had. Credit to him for that. So, I mean, as while that, that effort, while you would like to pick it apart and just see what's wrong with this Indiana team, you can't. That, you can't really pick that film apart. That wasn't the same Indiana team. That wasn't the same Indiana team. That was a battered, just run-out, tired team. Yes, everyone else is playing these games too, but nobody's playing them. Nobody's playing 40 minutes like Trace Jackson Davis and playing them as hard with as much of the focus on him. Like, he's playing the hardest season in college basketball right now. You could say Zach Eady, but Zach Eady's 7'4", so I don't know how hard it is. He he is shouldering the biggest load in college basketball, and he's he's doing it competently. That's all you could ask. I just got back to Trace, didn't I? I was talking about Jalen. Jalen's handling the ball ball handling, I mean. God, I'm all over the place. Sorry, it's a late one. You guys know how it is with these late ones. Nine o'clock is two. And just the whole thing with ESPN. Uh, get. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, ESPN. Yeah, it's just, it's these nine o'clock games are pain. And it's only going to get worse as California comes. It's only going to get worse, people. Yeah, basically. I mean, it, this game was a bummer. So, yep, that was Jalen's story. 16 points, six for 13. I think I heard he was the only I think I heard he was the only positive plus minus on the day. I'm so I'm everyone is like which one of these guys is going to step up? Who's going to provide production? We still have Xavier Johnson coming back. He was a huge producer for us last year. He was like he was it. It was him and Trace. We have him coming back. We'll find production. Backcourt is fine with Jalen Hood, Shafino and Xavier coming back. Jalen just needs to continue finding that shot because we are going to need every bit of it in March. Trey Galloway is a, I don't know what that guy runs on, but he was still able to provide some effort. I mean, just in, and it stood out because ever, nobody else was able to. Um, it was effort, but it was largely just unfocused. He was, uh, he was part of that, just slow to get out on, uh, slow to get out on Tyson Walker. Trey, Trey brought, he, he brought some offense today. He found it. Went four for eight from the field, three from five, three for five from deep, Ugh. three for five from deep. Sorry, I mean it's it's so incredible to me that that he is able to shoot the three at the clip he is. I, I I'm I'm honestly just like awestruck by the improvement he's made on it. If he doesn't, whatever <laughs> whatever his future is, a shooting clinic man, because he's retooled his shot to just the most improbable results. He shot twenty seven percent last year. Right now he's one of the I think he's one of the best in the country. Best percentages. Trey's a workhorse. Uh, I don't know if his his lack of focus on that end on the defensive end today was just uh largely maybe him trying to make up for the fatigue of others, but uh for whatever reason it was just uh, everyone had something off today. Every single one of these Hoosiers had something off and it was just the it was Michigan's it was Michigan State's night. Uh that's what I'm chalking it up to. Miller Cop knocked down a crazy three-pointer. And other than that, I think he knocked down another. 
Race Thompson, he looked to be nursing his leg. Uh, he was able to get seven points. Came out quick with one of those uh, Trace uh, Hive Mind pass uh, dunks. Yeah, pass received dunks. Man, when they are healthy and on it, they are. They, it's the chemistry is so, so real, so awesome. Such a weapon for this Indiana team. But with Race hobbling, looking as he did look, he was nursing that leg. It was not great to see. And with just how Trace, yeah. He got he got a stat line, but it was the most labored stat line he's gotten. Again, you, you just hope if these guys can get some rest, all the pieces are here. All the pieces are here, but, like, man, we need to get wins and we need to get rest. It's such a uh, tightrope we walk. The story for the Indiana bench was a lot of the same as the, a lot of the, same as the last game in that it was largely just a non-factor. Tamar and Jordan... We are going to need them. They have not shown up. Man, you you've, you just keep waiting. You keep waiting for it to happen. It, it, but it's not happening. The rest of the guys, you can say fatigue. Jordan, it might be his leg. But man, these struggles, it, it's reaching a fever pitch. Especially with Tamar, man. We need his production. We need him shooting. We need him coming off the bench to just alleviate anything for the starting rotation. Just alleviate some sense of production. We can't take those guys off the floor and then have zero points. Like, it, there there are points in this game where you're just like, I don't see where this bucket's coming from if it isn't just a feed to trace. And and that was a role that tomorrow was playing so well to begin this season. It's a weapon that we sorely miss and we sorely need here before March. I have faith that he can get through it. He has three games to get ready, get calibrated, because we have to make this run, and we need his firepower to do so. As for Malik, I mean, we saw that he he looked tired in this one too because uh, you saw him kind of go back to closing out very aggressively, over-aggressively, and barreling into defenders. Um, earlier, maybe a few, like three or four games ago, I even commented that he's he, he was just breaking out on those uh, shooters so much better, breaking down, not letting them get around him, while also not uh, over-committing to the block and just getting the foul. It showed that he was maturing. Um, so I'm going to chalk up that, that that was rearing its head again to just fatigue. I'm chalking up everything about this game to fatigue. Mike Woodson. We need to get these guys rested. We need them on IV drips, we need whatever it takes. As for uh, Hoosier free throw shooting, got a little better in this one. Uh, shooting 75%, 12 for 16. You thought it was going to be a long night at the line with how we started, but a little progress compared to last game. I'll take it. I'm going to look for any silver lining in this game that I can because, yeah, I mean, there wasn't much to take away from it because nothing too exciting or great on our end. And nothing you could really learn from on the other end on like poor performance because it was just a tired, tired performance. It was just a total lack of everything. So yeah, just fix everything, I guess. And again, I don't know ball. I'm not paid by Indiana University to figure out how to get these boys ready. But I certainly hope Mike Woodson knows how to because we absolutely will need that against Purdue. Trying to get to that 49% like you, the 49% of us all agree. We're going to get to 3-1. and one. That starts with Purdue. That starts with shaking this one off, getting refueled, getting some rest, hopefully. Hopefully, Mike, hopefully just rest these guys. And recommitting to a defensive identity that fuels the entire fortune of this team. Uh, not a lot to say about this one. I don't like talking about this loss. 
This is it was just painful to watch. Really quick, next I wanted to uh yeah, I mean, it was a tough game, but we're still going to hand out a show Walter Fish of the day. This is the show Walter Fish of the game. The show Walter Fish of the day for this one. Um I mean, Trace really produced. I mean, despite his fatigue, he really produced. But I'm not going to give it to him. I give it to him every show because he's just carrying our season. In the rare opportunity I can give it to somebody else, I am going to do so. I'm going to give it to Trey Galloway today just for his uh, his willingness to go out and find some points. Honestly, nothing more than that. And just the fact that he's showing off that three-pointer. I love it. I love his three-point. I wish he took so many more shots. I wish Indiana drew up plays to get him so many more shots. Um, so, yeah, show Walter Fish of the day, Trey Galloway. Show Walter Guppy, I don't really have one. I No show Walter Guppy for this one. Right after this word from our sponsor, we'll have uh, some Big Ten talk uh, going through the scores since the last time we recorded, and then we'll uh, be discussing a little bit of the uh, Purdue matchup. Um, just a few thoughts on that beforehand, so stick around. The Often Daunted Podcast is brought to you by Delight Ice Coffee. Last week on the show, I discussed the uh, Kirkland Recall uh, for their iced coffee brand. And uh, I switched over to this brand, and I kind of like it. So, uh, Delight Ice Coffee. They aren't really a sponsor of this show, but if they would like to pay me not to mention them, I will also accept their money that way. Uh, Delight Ice Coffee. Let's talk some Big Ten ball. All right. We're uh, going to be running through the scores since the last time we recorded. Um, that was the Indiana-Illinois game, 71-68. Since then, we had Rutgers beat Wisconsin 58-57. Spencer with the game-high 22 points. We had Michigan beat Michigan State 84-72. McDaniel with the high for Michigan, 18 points. We had Penn State over Minnesota. Who you think with the game high, 32 points? That's Jalen Pickett, in case you didn't know. The uh, next day, we had Purdue over Ohio State, 82 to 55. Zach Eady, 26 points, 11 rebounds, 3 blocks. Bryce Sensiball, 20 points. Nebraska over Maryland, 70 to 66. Walker with the game high, 23 points. Northwestern over Iowa, 80 to 60. Boo Booey, Boo Hooey, with 23 points, 8 assists. Monday, we had Illinois over Minnesota, 78-69. Matthew Mayer with 22 points, 7 rebounds. And today, we had ours, 80. Michigan State, 80. Indiana, 65. A.J. Hoggard with 22 points for Michigan State. Uh, just looking at the standings, yeah. We have Purdue at 13-4, and four, Northwestern 11-5, and five, Indiana 10-7, and seven, Illinois 9-7, and seven, and then there's that everybody group of 9-7. and seven. Um, Yeah, Indiana's just ahead of the crowd and can't afford to let off the gas as we are heading into our rivalry game with Purdue. Now, these last three games of the season, uh, apparently Vegas had us entering this one before this game. Uh, at Purdue, they had our chances. Oh, they had our chances at Michigan State at 42%. They had our chances at Purdue at 26%. Our chances at Iowa 66 or against Iowa 66%. And our chances against Michigan at 73%. Kind of right there in that 3 and 1 
Uh, probably a two and two would probably be the more statistical outcome if you asked Vegas. But I, I'm confident we can still beat Purdue. I'd like, call me crazy, whatever. Heading into this game, Purdue will be looking to start a streak of two after losing to Northwestern and at Maryland. And they are looking to get back on track because, I mean, the feeling of winning, God, you want to get back to it. I have to imagine the Boilermakers want to get back to winning basketball. Zach Eadie's going to get his, of course he is. But can the Hoosier shut down Lawyer? Can the Hoosier shut down Smith? Can the Hoosier shut down Gillis? You're not going to stop Edie. But you have to make sure there isn't another player on that court that that just kills you. It's it's going to be a madhouse in Mackey. They're going to be so mean to Trace Jackson Davis. Man, I, I hope it fuels just a performance for the ages from him. Because uh, it'll take that. It'll take that to take down these Boilermakers in, in their arena. Especially considering Zach Edie gets all the calls he does. But we could do it. Going for the... Going for the rivalry sweep, 4-0, boys and girls. I, I have faith in the Hoosiers to get the job done here. I, 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 but, I, but what do I know? What do I know? I'm, I'm just ridiculously, hopelessly optimistic in most things, especially when it comes to the Indiana Hoosiers. But I, I just feel it in my knee. I feel it in my knee. Indiana's getting the win over the Boilermakers. We're shaking off this loss. We're coming back rested, even though they do get a week off before this one. God dang, they're going to come out ready. Mike Woodson needs to have this team ready to match their tenacity because, I mean, they're going to be ready for revenge. Can we have a team ready to match their attitude and match their uh, stamina? Yeah. So, yeah, with that, I'm yeah, I'm done for tonight. That was a loss. I'm chalking it up. I'm flushing that game down the toilet. Nothing you can learn from it, really, because what team did we have out there today? It was just uh, everyone was tired. Everyone was tired. We need to get our legs. Oh, we can get our legs before Purdue. We need to. Gosh, we got this one. We got this one. Thank you so much for listening to the Often Daunted Podcast with me, Burke White. I do apologize. This was all over the place. If you do like the show, uh, feel free to give me a subscribe. Uh, Feel free to leave a review. It does help out. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, Instagram, anything, everything's at Often Daunted. You can find me there. Um, I do record these after each and every game putting them out the morning after so once you're done with all your usual indiana content uh once you've given all the pods a listen come here uh just hang out with me let's talk about it a little and uh if you have any recommendations for the show feel free to reach out to me at oftendaunted at gmail.com i'm having so much fun doing this guys it's great to just interact with everyone uh whoever's listening um so yeah have a great day hoosier fans a loss is bound to come in the big 10 we can shake it off There's still basketball to be played. Let's go get them.